traveler, welcome back to Wayne's World, that mystical place where anything can happen. I'm your boy Division, and I'll be your Sherpa this week through our subject. Now, as all the subjects are, they come to me in the oddest of places and the oddest of times. And I happen to be in a shopping mall of all places. Yes, those still do exist, and some of them are quite busy these days, post-COVID. But I was in a shopping mall, and I was sitting down in the food court, enjoying a Charlie's cheesesteak. They're not a sponsor. They're just pretty good. It was a chicken cheesesteak, and it happened to be free because I had enough punches on my card. Yes, my children, please take advantage of all programs out there. These companies have put a lot of time and effort into trying to make you ignore the things you can get free from them. But I want you to look beneath the surface. There's a lot of goodies out there that daddy thinks you should have. But I'm sitting there enjoying this cheesesteak, and I'm putting on a little Tabasco sauce that I brought with me, and I eavesdrop on a conversation that was happening a few tables over. And it was a young couple, uh, younger than I, and they seemed to have been just starting out in life, and they were discussing their bills. Now, this is surprising on a couple fronts. Number one, what is a young couple actually discussing anything? I thought you didn't talk to each other. But uh, actually sitting down at the table together and discussing bills, this was like a unicorn uh, running through the park. It's crazy. But uh, they were discussing it, and they were having a little bit of difficulty figuring out why they were unable to balance their account. And uh, I listened to it for a little bit, and they seemed approachable, so that's what I did. I have a very dad-like quality about me, so most people are easily disarmed when I come over, and I did come over. I apologize for eavesdropping, but I did want to interject if I could and, and provide a little bit of wisdom that I've learned through my many years on the planet. Not that many, but more than a few. And surprisingly, they were receptive for the reason I'm going to tell you next. Um, as we sat down, uh, they became very transparent. They were a young couple, and they were from out of the area. Neither of them had uh, role models or people to explain to them how life works and how to do bills and how to be an adult in general, which most of us go through that. And that's a side thought before I get into what happened with them. Most of us have this ailment where we were not taught how to do things. Things were either done for us uh, at our behest or not at all. And if you're from this modern generation, the, the, the Gen Xers and uh, the baby boomers tended to show and not tell. So this is how I'm, watch me do this. And unfortunately, there was a, a lack of full disclosure into how to maneuver the world financially. And the reason why is they didn't know. They were given a very small percentage of the information about how to use and budget and uh, maintain your finances. When you get a check, what do you do with it? What percentage do you put away? What percentage do you spend towards your goals? What is a budget? How do you maintain this? All of these things are, are, are weird. When, when am I supposed to buy something for me? Uh, am I supposed to buy something for me every time I get money? Is it that I'm, I'm supposed to live on a two-week interval? Am I supposed to be living on a one-month interval? These, none of these things were ever fully taught 
unfortunately, to the majority of us. So we just kind of figured it out uh, the best way we could and, and, and worked it till we hit a wall from time to time. And uh, this, this is consistent. So, but the problem is there's a certain shame that people view with the lack of this knowledge or, or there's an unwillingness to just give this knowledge to someone that you find doesn't have it. Most people want to manipulate the next person and maybe take advantage of them. So um, them, them being in the situation, I, the first thing I had to do was let, let them know, hey, there are people twice your age, three times your age, just people who are probably grandparents to you that are going through things like this. It, it's not uncommon. What's great about it is that you're willing to listen to somebody try to help you. And that's where you're ahead of 90% of the people because most of us are too fearful to reach out and ask for help. And most of us are too undereducated to be able to discern whether the help I am getting is actually accurate or not. And it's not that you're undereducated as far as book smarts, you're undereducated as far as your street smarts, your instinct. Something that doesn't sound right, doesn't sound right. And, and here's how you know, it's too good to be true. It begins and ends in hard work, folks. That's all it is, it's hard work. There's no free lunches, there's no, uh, you know, payoffs at the end of the rainbow. There's no pot of gold sitting in a tuft of grass somewhere in Ireland. No, that pot of gold is your 401k and your savings account. And uh, the way it gets there is at the beginning of the rainbow is when you start off at your job and you put a, you put money away and make smart moves and that's how you go up that rainbow. And eventually you end up at the pot of gold on the other side. And it's not pot of gold. It's what you're going to use to maintain yourself to the end of your life. And... Hopefully, there's something to leave to your people. So I'm sitting down with these folks and, you know, we introduce ourselves. I tell them who I am, explain to them, you know, what I'm doing there. I'm just having a good time and getting a free sub. And, you know, I, I was in your position, actually, a lot older than they were. So it's delightful to see folks actually realize there's an issue and want to do something about it and not just do what we all proverbially do which is just go get another job, making more money and keep spending the money and just get a job or a raise when we find we need more money. So I asked them what they were doing. Well, what happened is they would all put their, they would put their money into a pool, all of their money, both their checks went into their accounts and they would pay the bills out of the accounts and they both were, would pull out money when they needed something. And I'm not gonna get into what they were spending their money on or how they were mismanaging because it's really irrelevant for the story. Um, but what they want was on the same page. They were operating as two separate people and they were putting all of their money in the same pot. Now, you may say, well, well, that's what couples do. And if you are doing that and you're listening, that means you, you probably have a few budget issues yourself and that's why you have them. You should never put all of your money into the same pot. That's like putting all your bags into the, all your eggs into the same basket. No. What you got to do is re realize what's your output first. Your budget. See, most people say, well, I, my budget is this. My budget is that. That's because they have experience as to how to live within a budget. But if you've never made a budget and lived within it, then you don't know what your budget is. What you have to look at is your needs versus your wants. Needs versus wants. Now, they didn't have any children, which was great. So their needs are, versus wants are easier to manage because they don't have a child who will have 
unforeseen circumstances and expenses pop up all the time. So their needs, we worked out their needs. They both had vehicles. Uh, luckily, they were both paid off. Uh, they needed insurance. They needed gas. They needed a place to stay. They needed utilities and so forth. So we, we wrote all those things. We got the needs down. So their needs were their apartment. That was a need. So X amount of dollars. And then the need was the utility they paid uh, for cable. The other utilities were included, luckily. A need was car insurance. And then we figured out what they needed for gas. And, and you say, well, why are you putting gas in there? I'm putting gas in there because the gas gets them to the job, which pays the bills. So there's gas that gets you whatever gas it takes you to get to your job and back. That's in your budget. Anything over that, that comes out of your personal money. So now we, we wrote those down and we got a figure. Here's the figure. They're looking at the figure and they're, they're, they're following me. And then I said, okay, what are your wants and what are your desires? And we kind of got into wants and things and we found out, well, they enjoy drinking a little bit and uh, having a little fun here and there and going out and doing these things. So I said, okay. So I listened to their wants and none of them were needed. They were, none of them were pertinent. All of them could be managed or actually dropped to be honest with you, if you needed to. So we, we did food and, and everything else. We came up with a fit. So then this is where I got into their business a little bit. I found out who made more and, and they were pretty similar, but it worked out to be one person made about 55% and the other person made about 45%. So where those percentages come from? Well, we take the figure that came in, that was coming in every month. And that was a figure. This is what the bills are, X amount of dollars. So then this is what I need for both of you to give up in some facet to pay your bills every month. So the person that was making more pays a bigger percentage of that. So one person was going to pay 55% of that figure and the other person was going to pay 45% of that figure. Now here's the great thing. That figure, that 55% and that 45% can be paid out of one of each of their checks. Just their needs, just their needs. He had a whole, each of them had a whole check, but what was going on was they were spending each other's money and they were having too much fun because every time they looked in the account, they saw money, so they would spend it. So now what I advised them to do was, okay, let's put this figure over here. So now we know you can afford your base needs. And then we broke down their wants. And we were able to come up with a figure for their wants that was reasonable and within a budget while allowing them to also save and to save a good amount. We rounded up each one of their bills. We put an amount for savings. We put an amount for fun, for mutual fun, food, everything. All that went into one account. And then whatever was left on their checks, that went into their personal money. That's what they bought each other presents out of. That's what they went and did things that they wanted to do. They didn't want to control. Let me tell you. And within two months, they call me back. Oh my gosh, you won't believe it. I have this much money saved up already. All of our bills are to the point where, it, it was crazy, it was so excited. And then I got another call six months later from them. Six months later. And they were buying a house. That's crazy, right? 
Now, clearly, this is this wasn't the other day. I'm I'm saying the other day, as if this happened, but this was a few months ago, and this happened. So yeah, about six months ago, six months ago total. Yeah, and they're looking to buy a house there, and they 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 took the principles I gave them, and then they used that to as a as a foundation to build on those principles and and go out and find other knowledge. So they looked at ways to invest, they looked at ways to to cut. And what, I, what they found was they started doing less fun. It was less fun because they realized that this is not a good investment. They saw that, well, if I cut down my fund by a certain percentage, I get to see our money grow. I'm seeing our savings grow. I'm seeing our personal savings grow. And our bill account is growing because we're rounding up our bills. And he got to the, they got to the point where they can pay their, all of their bills are paid on the first of the month. Done. For the whole for the whole month so that's a very simple plan isn't it but we would think it would be hard because we don't have the frame of reference on how to do it most of us we just kind of plotted along and did what we were taught but what we were taught kept us where we were there wasn't a lot of growth in in, in what we were taught so to to reorganize and reemphasize. So if you're out there and you're doing your budget, you take your your desires, put those to the side. You put your wants, your wants, put those to the side. You got to focus on what you need. What do you need? And you have to know what you need. So what do you need? You need a place to stay. You need to drive. You need gas. You need utilities. You need food. You need clothing. Those are your needs, and you manage those needs. You put those needs down. So if you're not meeting your needs, then maybe your rent is too high. Maybe you're spending too much on clothing. Maybe you're going out to eat too much and not cooking enough. You have to manage your needs to make sure that you're living within your means. See, that's that's a thing. We 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 want how we want to live to dictate our means and not the other way around. No, our means dictate how we're gonna live. If you're making $25,000 a year, you can't live like a $75,000 a year person. It's impossible. So you have to get those needs managed. So your needs, you might have a three bedroom, but it's only one of you. You might have to go down to a one bedroom. If it's a single person. If it's two of you, same thing. You have to manage your needs. So. You got to you you manage those needs and you you get those down to not the bare minimum but a very manageable figure. Okay, I, I'm used to going to Zion all the time. Now I might go to Aldi. Might be able to cut my bill by fifty, sixty dollars. Great, I can put that towards something else. But you have to manage those needs. So once you manage those needs and you you're filling out your needs, now you can start to really Focus on your wants. Everyone has to have a little fun. You can't go through life just stuck up all the time. You got to have a little bit of fun, but it should be a little fun. It shouldn't be fun to where you jeopardize your needs by your wants. That's what a lot of us do. We jeopardize. We go out and spend money on what we want, and our needs suffer. Can't do that. Now, within those needs, there's also something else that goes on. You have to put in savings. You have to save money, and you can't grab that money. You can't touch that money. That money has to stay to the side 
in case of emergencies and it has to build to nest egg. You need that nest egg. What if your transmission goes out or your engine goes out or something? Yeah, you may have to dip into that money from time to time. Hopefully you don't have to because with the principle I'm giving you, as far as rounding up your money, you should be good. So if your rent is twelve hundred dollars, put thirteen hundred if you can. Put tw- put twelve fifty. Pay more into your account than you're paying out. That way you're building up overages. Over time, you're going to always have a consistent amount. And your goal should be at first, at any given time, the amount of your needs and your monthly bills are always in there. Then two months, then three, then four, then five, then six. Now, once you have six months in there, everything over six pushes over to your savings. You've already been putting savings in all this time, but now all of your overages, after you get six months of, of, of operating income in your bill money, then all those overages start going over to your savings. Now, here's another thing by having six months in. What you don't know is that that due date that's on those credit card statements, the due date that's on the cable bill, the due date that's on everywhere else, they're, they're not actually reality. So you're getting small ticks for paying it on that due date because all bills are doing the first. All bills. And the best credit hit you're going to get is from paying every bill on the first. You're going to turn around and be almost 800 before you know it. By just being disciplined. And then when you're disciplined, then when you ask for something, there won't be this nervousness. There won't be this fear of going to try to get a car or going to try to buy a house because you've already lived a disciplined life. There's no, there's no misunderstanding here. They're going to look at you and say, yep, you pay your bills. Sure, we'll loan you something. But you may be so disciplined, you may take a few more years and you may buy something. You may buy yourself a piece of property and then build a house and realize that I can build a three, four bedroom house from start to finish by just buying the materials for less than a hundred thousand. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, spend the time looking at improving your financial house. Look up financial things. Look up ways to improve. Yeah. I know everybody wants to invest, but there's no other investment like a long-term investment. Invest in yourself. So now we figured out your needs. We've built up overages. We're paying every bill on the first of the month. You have almost 800,000, 800 credit score. You got six months of the bills in your operating income, which is gaining small interest payments if you have the right uh, checking account. And now you're pushing everything over to the savings. Now, if you're not already with a credit union, this is where you get with a credit union. And you put a substantial amount over and you start pushing over a little bit every month to that. Now, you can go buy your house. You buy your house. You fit it within your budget, of course, so it's comfortable and you can still do everything you want to do and save like you want. And you make that fit. Whether it's feasible to put a substantial down payment or whether it's just better to put 3% with your 4% closing and call it a day in a seller's only market. As long as you can afford it, you're ready to go. You go ahead. So now you've gotten a house. Hopefully you don't have to get a car just yet. You're putting all the money into your car because 
you find that it's, it's cheaper to maintain an older car than to keep buying new cars. So now you're going to pay a little extra. So say your mortgage is, let's say it's 2200 But you could have afforded almost 3000 right? Because you're doing better. So what you're going to do is you're going to take that 2300 let's say 2200 And then you're going to pay that 2200 every month, but you're also going to send in that additional 800 and you send in that additional 800 and you pay that towards the principal. You tell them I'm paying this towards the principal. And you have to make sure your loan office will allow you to do that, of course. It may not, but if they do, you pay that towards the principal. If not, you put in a separate interest-bearing account. And the reason why is that they allow you to put it towards the principal by paying that you're going to knock about 10 years off your mortgage. So you pay your house off in about 2021, 20, maybe 20. If they don't allow you to do it, you just put it in an interest-bearing account. And then when you get to the 21st year, whatever's in that interest-bearing account, you use that to refinance and pay off the balance. Now you're free and clear. And what you, you see what you've done there throughout, through over a 20, 30-year period, 40-year period, 20 years, 30 years, 30, 40 years. You've become a successful person all by just budgeting and living within your means. Now, you did a quick tabulation just now while you were listening to me, and you realized that, wow, even with what I'm making now, if I just buckle down and budget, in a few years, I'm going to have X amount of thousands saved up. Wow. That quick. Because it's simple, folks. It's just discipline. We have to be disciplined, and we have to maintain that discipline because that discipline is not for anybody else, it's for us. And you're going to start to live and you're going to know, you're going to hear somebody say, hey, we're going to add X, Y, Z to you, to you a month. And you're going to already be able to calculate that in your head. No, no, that doesn't fit because that's going to take out of X, Y, Z. And let me tell you, the comfort of having your budget together, the comfort and the peace of being able to afford whatever you want, not because you have a bunch of money, but because you are disciplined in your financial house is amazing and when it's time for you to leave not only will you have been taking care of yourself but you're going to be able to leave and pass down generational wealth to your family that's how it's done people there's no there's no secret to it it's just all it is there's no other game we're playing and not making up the rules as we go along. I'll see you next time. Yeah, Bobby. Good night. <laughs>